Let's do this. Starting off this Monday, June 15th, 2020. A little bit of upbeat music. Why not get us going? It's 406, episode 406. 406 episodes. Damn. 54 degrees currently here in the city of Oswego. Feels like 54. Highs are going to be about 69 degrees. We'll take it. It's been chilly the past couple days here. Winds are coming out of the south southeast. Two miles per hour. Episode 406. Wow. Thanks for being with me. If you've stuck around all those episodes, I do appreciate it. We have a good show. We'll be heading on over to the fact site like we normally do. Head on over to the History Channel's website. Get a wrinkle on our brain. Find out what happened on this day of history. Who knows what we'll learn over at the fact site. That's always fun. Maybe I'll remember to go check out Word of the Day. Something that I just sporadically... It's so sporadic. Just like the show. The show is always just kind of... We just go from the hip. Pew, pew. It's 22. We shoot from the hip. All right, my friends. Stick around. We will be right All right, let's start off with our quote. Do it. I plan on it. Why, why, <laughs> or can I spit it out? All right. Whatever is going to happen will happen, whether we worry or not. Let's try that again. Whatever is going to happen will happen, whether we worry or not. Anna Monera. And that is so true. So true. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen, whether we worry or not. And I know I have worries and anxieties and issues about that, that I worry about things that I can't control. I think that that's kind of normal. A lot of people do that. I tend to do that more than normal. And um, Marcus Aurelius said, you have power over your mind not outside events realize this and you will find strength so it's basically the same thing you know whatever's going to happen is going to happen and once you find that out and realize that that's when you find your strength and know that it's it's kind of like letting go and being in the moment and just letting go because it's it is what it is it is what it's going to happen and you just can't control it and us as human species want to be in control of everything. Yeah. So I said earlier today it's going to be 69 degrees here in Oswego. That's nice because we had to have the heat on in our house the other day. Yeah, you heard that right. The other day, a couple days ago, it was 90 some odd degrees. And then it dipped down to uh, 58 or so. And then our house cooled right down to nothing. And it was only 63 degrees or so in, in our house. And it was chilly, so we had to turn the heat on. And that kind of stunk. I hate that feeling, being in June 
and putting the heat on. Not good. Don't like that. I can't sleep very well. I haven't been able to sleep very well, and that stinks. You know, I'm taking my meds. I'm doing everything that I should be, and I just, I get into bed. I get all, just all these racing thoughts and ideas, and I don't know. I, I always, I just always feel restless when I'm in bed and stuff, and I toss and turn, and my brain is just going a billion miles per hour, and why am I sharing this with you? It just kind of t- helps to talk about it. Helps me to just kind of process through what's going on with me. And maybe you're struggling with sleep too. And then you know you're not alone. It's not just you. But I know I, I have been, the older I've gotten, the more I've struggled with it. And um, ever since my accident too, in March, it seems like my sleep has been disrupted, too. I just don't sleep as well. I found me some non-alcoholic beer that I really like. Labatt Blue was one of my favorite beers when I was drinking, and I drank any beer. I didn't care, and really, for the majority of my drinking, I drank cheap beer. I just would drink cheap beer, and I would always say, I'm just renting it anyways. I might as well drink the cheap beer. And uh, I found some Labatt Blue at my local store, though, and non-alcoholic. And it tastes so good, and it's so yummy. And now when I'm grilling, which I've been grilling a lot lately, I'm enjoying that grilling process again because I have my nice, tasty beverage. And I'm sober, though. I'm I'm coming up on... Well, I can tell you exactly. It's 1,761 days sober. That's four years, nine months, 26 days. Crazy. I've saved 52,830 dollars. Wow. We get the hallelujah twice in one show. Yeah. That's a lot of loot. That's a lot of loot to save from being sober. And I'm excited that and if you're struggling with uh alcohol or any other substance abuse trust me you can beat it i didn't think i could i didn't think i was could put in 1761 days without having alcohol touch my lips and uh i'm doing it living the dream right now all right stick around when we come back we'll dive into all kinds of other things we'll be right back We are over at the History Channel's website. We're going to find out what happened on this day. Some facts. King John puts his seal on Magna Carta. Do you remember learning about the Magna Carta in school? I do. Or known as the Great Charter. It's basically a document, essentially a peace treaty between John and his barons, guaranteeing the king would respect feudal rights and privileges, uphold the freedom of the church, and maintain the nation's law. It basically uh, is the cornerstone for what our founding fathers used to write up um, the Declaration and our Constitution. They kind of used it off that. This was 
yeah, a, bi a big document that really was not um, well accepted at first, but uh, I had a couple revisions afterwards and had some changes. So yeah, Magna Carta from this date. And I believe that was what the, what does it say? 1215, I believe. 1215. All right, what else happened on this date in history? Just scrolling to see. Got a lot of ads this morning. Holy coly. Holy cannoli. Oh, 2006. Construction on the Global Seed Vault begins, which is pretty neat. This is uh, on June 15th, 2006, on a remote island in Spitzenberg, halfway between mainland Norway and the North Pole. There's a seed golden, global, not golden, global seed vault in case of uh, any catastrophe or blight or anything that could happen with our seeds. There's over 2.25 billion seeds. It holds the capacity to hold that many seeds. Pretty thoughtful thing to have that made. Uh, 19, 1910, Robert Falcon Scott's Terra Nova expedition begins. Robert Falcon sh Scott's ship, the Terra Nova, sets sail from Cardiff, Wales, on June 15, 1910, bound for Antarctica. Uh, 2005, police search Vandersloos home and Holloway's disappearance. Remember Natalie Holloway? This was back in 2005. I remember that. Um, oh, excuse me. Sorry about that. Man, this microphone picks up every swallow I have. This is just me, just a swallow. I'm not swallowing or drinking. It's just me. <laughs> Saliva. Um, okay. Black history... Uh, 1877, the first African-American grad of West Point, Henry Olson Flipper, born into slavery in Thomasville, Georgia, in 1856, becomes the first African-American cadet to graduate from the United States Military Academy at West Point. That's groovy. And that happened in 1877. 1943. Mm, no, no, that's nothing. 1964, President Johnson declared, decides against asking Congress for authority to wage war. 1775, George Washington assigned to lead the Continental Army. Here's one, the sad one. In 1904, fire on riverboat leaves more than a thousand dead. More than a thousand people taking a pleasure trip on New York City's East River are drowned or burned to death when a fire sweeps through the boat. What a bummer. Some of these on this day of history really are bummers. Civil War, 1863, President Lincoln calls for help in protecting Washington, D.C., American Revolution, 1776, Delaware 
declares independence. And I think that's that's pretty good for this day of history. Stick around when we come back. We'll head on over to the fact site and find out uh, a random fact for the day. We'll be right back. All right, before we head on over to the fact site, let's we are at word of the day. Try to strengthen our vocabulary and get a word of the day in. Acquisition. Let's try that one more time. Acquisition. There we go. Acquisition. It's a noun. The act of gaining a skill or possession of something. Here's an example. Language acquisition is easier for kids than it is for adults. A-C-Q-U-I-S-I-T-I-O-N. There we go. All right, let's head on over to the FedEx site and find out what happened on this. Not on this day of history. Duh, I just did this day of history. I find out what happened. Let's find out uh, the facts. Blah, blah. Spit it out, Patrick. This sig of weed. It must be that sig of weed. All right. The world's tiniest, teeniest, tiniest sculptures. You got to check out Willard Wigan. He creates sculptures, some, some as small as a thousandth of an inch using rice grains as his medium yeah we all enjoy walking around museums having a good look at the sculptures and bits of art on display usually from a good distance behind some red ropes but there are some sculptures out there which stand behind a barrier just wouldn't do because you couldn't see it so english sculptor and artist willard wiggin specializes in sculptures that are carved out of a singular grain of rice. In fact, most of Willard's sculptures are so tiny, you need a magnifying glass to really soak in the exquisite details of each one. Tools of the trade to make these incredible tiny sculptures, Willard uses toothpicks and sugar crystals to carve and paint his pieces with the smallest sculpture being measured in thousandths of an inch. Wow, thousandths, that's tiny. To give his sculpture some context, Willard displays them in the needle, eyes, or sitting on an eyelash, or even next to a grain of sand. <laughs> now you can really appreciate how fantastically detailed these tiny, these tiny little arts really are. You have to check it out. You have to go check him out. He's a self-taught artist. At the age of five, Willard started making tiny houses for ants because he thought they needed somewhere to live. How cute. <laughs> After that, he started making um, them tiny shoes and hats because they needed to look dapper in their tiny little homes he made them. Learning how to carve into something as small as a grain of rice is something Willard also had to teach his body to do. He studied meditative techniques and states to lower any movement in his body, holding his breath with each stroke to ensure the exact control needed to create such intimate details. 
It's a tough job that comes with some hazards, though. When asked about his work, he said he was working on the Alice in Wonderland piece. There was a tragedy when I first tried making the piece. He said, I inhaled Alice. (laughs) Talking about falling down that black hole into Wonderland, huh? Yeah, Alice was made out of a piece of rice. Well, the whole thing was going to be. But check out his artwork. And it's his last name, his first name is Willard. His last name is Wigan, W-I-G-A-N. And if you just type in Willard Wigan art uh, on the internet, you'll be able to see his sculptures. One of them is um, that I saw, besides being on, on in the eyes of needles, made out of grains of sand, or grains of rice one is uh, a little pair of scissors that rest on an eyelash amazing stuff amazing stuff stick around we'll be right back welcome back my friends thank you so much make sure you tune in this wednesday my episode will be coming out with my interview with melissa uh, egner that will be a good one and we talk about her career choice of how she wants to become well what she is she's not become but a pampered chef consultant and she wants to do that as a full-time career and that's what she's trying to make happen and so at uh just it was a good interview it was fun we really enjoyed doing that one and then i'm also have coming up with heather Kier and then one with troy heacock and then I'm also going to be getting a hold of my brother-in-law, who is a lineman. And I want to talk to him and find out what it takes to be a lineman and everything that he does being a lineman. we got big changes that are happening in this world, and I can feel it right here in America and throughout the world. Today will be 21 days if everybody protests again today, which I have a feeling there's no end in sight. To these protests right now because it's just the bubble burst people are uh the civil unrest is like nothing i've ever seen in my 50 years nothing i've ever remembered i remember in the 80s there was a lot of like band-aid live aid feed the world hands across america all those things and um this is different This is a different movement. This is a different thing that's happening right now here in in America and across the world. And not only do we have that, we're in the midst of a pandemic too, you know? So 2020 has really been kind of a zonker, but whatever is going to happen will happen, whether we worry about it or not. That was our quote this morning, and that's true. And uh, we have to remember what Marcus Aurelius says, too. You have power over your mind, not outside events. Realize this, and you will find strength. Because right now, it is these uncertain times, and there's pandemic fatigue. There's unrest fatigue. There's just so much going on that we can't control, we just can't uh, worry about. You just have to live every moment by its moment that you have. 
And that's hard to do. And that's hard for me. And I'm saying that right now, not to preach to you, but to say it to myself. I need to hear it myself. I need to because I've been struggling some. And I'm trying not to, but I've been struggling. I'm trying to just kind of keep keep on the horse that's bucking. And I'm sure you all have been on that horse that's bucking. And I'm glad that you're hanging on too and hanging on with me. Thank you for stopping over today. I do appreciate it. Please tell a friend about We Live on a Planet. Contact me if you'd like to be a part of the show, part of my Wednesday interviews. And um, you can contact me at WLOAP.com. You can give me a call to 315-326-1882. That would be groovy too. And leave me a little voice message. It will ring five times before it picks up the voice message. Tell a friend, though, about We Live on a Planet. That way we can let everybody know about it. And do your best today to stay curious and not judgmental the best you can. I know that's not always easy. But try to do that. And then we'll talk to you Wednesday. And then we'll be back on show on Airwaves Friday for our regular scheduled program. Talk to you then, my friends. Peace. Thanks for stopping over. I appreciate it.